I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Dalal Street must make way for a wine producer now. According to recent developments, Sula Vineyards, India's largest wine producer, is ready to go public. Sula appears to be banking on the expanding palate of a growing urban middle class in a nation that has traditionally favoured hard liquor over wine. As per Reuters, in India's first initial public offering by an exclusive wine producer, Sula Vineyards is aspiring for a valuation of up to three hundred and fifty-three million dollars. Established in nineteen ninety-nine, Sula had aged well in the past twenty-three years. It claims to have a market share value of fifty-two percent in retail wine sales. It's especially interesting because wine hardly accounts for less than one percent of the huge alcohol market. Although the trends have changed in the last few years, what perhaps worked for Sula is that it developed its own pricing structure to enter a market monopolized by inexpensive French wines. The wine stood out among the middle class because it had a fine wine taste at a very reasonable price. Plus, the brand was able to grow its customer base thanks to the robust distribution network. The wine brand reportedly sells more than a million cases annually and has recorded a turnover of 500 crore rupees in the last two years. An ET Prime report also said that in the fiscal year 2022, Sula saw an 8% increase in net revenue to 4.57 billion rupees. Apart from affordability, one of the routes that Sula took to break into the Indian wine market was by introducing wine tasting events across the country. and of course by participating in entertainment events in popular cities in fact they launched their own sula fest and they also opened their doors to the first wine tasting room in india at its winery in nashik but now coming back to the ipo should you be investing that's a tough one to answer if we sample some of the past ipos take paytm for example everybody was betting on it since it went public a year ago But the payments company has lost seventy-five percent of its value. Zomato and Nike IPOs weren't exactly hits either. And not to rain on Sula's parade, but Indich Vintners, a former wine pioneer in India, had to delist in twenty eleven due to financial issues. Besides this, with climate change, things can quickly escalate from good to bad. Plus, according to subject experts, higher average temperatures expedite grape ripening by reducing acidity and raising sugar content. which raises wine alcohol levels however to keep the boat floating the indian wine sector is currently focusing on improving accessibility and exposure through sales at boutique liquor stores and since this is an agricultural sector making wine more readily available benefits both producers and the workers at vineyards in addition due to rapid urbanization rising disposable income and the rise of multiple wine options the indian wine industry is projected to experience significant growth in the upcoming years for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought hello I'm Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 9th December 2022. Lots of shakeups have been planned in the DC verse since the pair of filmmakers James Gunn and producer Peter Safran took over the reins of DC Studios earlier in October. The co-heads are going to have overall creative control for superhero movies for at least the next few years if not more. 
Now, the duo are charting the roadmap for DC movies, or as Warner Bros. puts it, the DC Universe Bible. But, in some latest news, it seems that Wonder Woman 3 is no longer a part of their vision for the DC Renaissance. Only two days back, Gal Gadot, the star of the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, had tweeted to mark the ninth year anniversary of her entry into the DC Universe, with a bit of tease about the next chapter. But according to The Hollywood Reporter, when Jenkins submitted her work for the sequel to Wonder Woman 1984 recently, Gunn and Saffron told her that the project didn't fit into the franchisee's new plans. So now we are left scratching our heads about what Gadot's tweet might have meant. Of course, the new developments can't be interpreted as Wonder Woman 3 being completely written off. But as of now, there are no immediate plans about the next step. So is it a cost-cutting measure? Well, if you look at it, one of the first casualties of this corporate shakeup was the much-awaited Batgirl film starring Leslie Grace. It was a shocking piece of news that Warner Bros. Discovery, which is what the media company became after the AT&T's Warner Media Unit and Discovery Inc. merger, decided to axe the film to cut losses. But according to The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Bros. Discovery CEO David Saslev made the move to take a tax write-down on the $90 million film. Also, we can't ignore that in November this year, Warner Bros. Discovery posted a net loss of $2.3 billion and layoffs, cancelled projects and major cuts to its animation and streaming services. So I guess, yes, they could end up saving millions by dropping this Wonder Woman 3. But it's not just about the money. It seems Gunn and Saffron want a fresh start for DC Studios. As per Gizmodo, they are looking to phase out Zack Snyder and all characters linked to the original Justice League film. That also includes Henry Cavill's Man of Steel 2. Um, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? Especially because Cavill had a cameo as Superman in the post-credit scenes of Black Adam. And then he had posted on Instagram saying, I want to make it official, I am back as Superman. Yeah, so the fate of the second installment of Man of Steel also hangs in balance. But that may not necessarily mean that this will be the last of Cavill's Superman. In fact, he's reportedly even shot a cameo for the upcoming Flash movie that is slated to release in 2023. And speaking of The Flash, in all of this re-strategizing and reorienting in the DC universe, it's interesting that Warner Bros. Discovery is still going ahead with the Ezra Miller starer, The Flash, given that they have been knee-deep in controversial episodes lately. But anyway, there are two more movies coming up. Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which is in fact produced by Zafrin, and Blue Beetle, which truly represents a DC restart because it's not linked to any other films. But can Gunn and Safran become the Kevin Feige for DC? Let's watch some of the clean slate films first. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorburi and Manaswini, edited by Shorburi and Julie, Mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.